Hello and welcome to my first podcast. My name is Max Rack and the story continues now. If you haven't heard the first part of my story, pause now and go back to episode one. So what is the podcast about? The podcast is about my journey, my journey from mediocrity to mastery. Um, my journey continues here. Um, I went through different areas of the accounting department, accounts payable, accounts receivable, um, more into financial accounting, analysis of costs, um, months and reporting and so forth. Um, after I've run through those areas and have done more of the reporting side, um, I started kind of my own area or I was the one and only player in the management accounting department. So I was responsible there for more reports, reports for different departments, um, cost analysis, store penals, different areas. And one of my main focuses was uh, budget and forecasting. So I was really deep into budget and forecasting. I've done everything kind of within an Excel. I got kind of an Excel geek, um, new Excel inside out. I've done a lot of things which probably many other people would do in other tools and like database tools and I put everything into like a huge Excel file, different smaller Excel files which were connected with different formulas which yeah created a huge file um, and um, yeah kind of during that time because I was so passionate about learning those things and get those things done in time um, I became known for being the first in the office which I was usually in at like 6.30, 7 in the morning and yeah, usually laughed out, last out. So some people stopped into my office and uh, wanted to turn off the lights while I was still sitting there. Um, yeah, so that's what where I was known for, like overdoing things. So didn't feel like overdoing them because uh, I was really passionate about them. I um, liked doing what I did. And therefore, I spent the time because I wanted to get better in it. I wanted to be quicker. I wanted to have it done completely in the right time. I'm not sure the areas you know, like maybe hobbies you have where you spend so much time and it doesn't feel like you're doing a lot because you have so much fun and it's your passion. So I think we all have those areas. And if you can find those areas, it's great. Um, so maybe a funny example for that is um, I have a friend and we used to go to the gym together when I was still living in Dublin and um, he always had the saying like if I start something I always overdo it because I kind of I set myself targets that much higher than most people would think I could reach and I think that's a good practice because if you I don't know if you set yourself a target to get I don't know 20 tasks done a day and you don't get them if you only get 10 done you still get 10 tasks done. But if you set yourself five tasks that day and you get all five done and that's it, you only have five tasks done. So if you see the great thing in it, so although you have set 20 tasks for that day, but you get 10 done, it's a great achievement that you have 10 done. If you don't see it that way, obviously you have 10 missed, but see the positives in those things and you will always feel you have a lot of things done and you have a lot of things to be grateful for so um, it's always uh, yeah perspective so if, um, if we have the experience that other people tell us well you overdo things you do things more than you should be doing them it's 
it's too much you, what you are doing or um, why are you doing that? Is that really necessary to do all of this? And that's what we hear from other people most of the time. So some, sometimes so, but if it's your perspective, perception that you're really overdoing those things, that you go too often to the gym, that you work too long hours, um, then obviously that becomes your belief. You believe that you do too much things. You, But as in the previous example, if, as in my case, um, getting those budgets, those forecasts done, those reports done for different uh, department leads, I don't think it feels like you overdo things. You put a lot of hours in which are not necessary. If that's your perce perception of that situation, that it's the hours and the time you put in because you want to put them in and you love putting them in and you like to do those tasks and complete them in time and maybe even do them a little bit better than they were expected because you like to get, yeah, to get a thank you for what you have done or what you have given more than was expected from you. Then that perception of that situation also becomes your belief. So it's, there's no, there's no bad or good. There's only a perception of a situation. So if, I recently read if someone steals your wallet, is that a bad or a good situation? I don't think it's either because if you look at it in one way, obviously it's bad because you lost your wallet and you might have to get a new passport and no driving license. But on the other hand, um, it might might be a good situation on at some time in the future. So for example, my girlfriend's wallet was stolen in Dublin at some point and it was Obviously, at the time of bad situation because credit cards were in there, passport, driving license, and we had we needed to get everything back in Dublin. But looking back now, living in Germany, she now has a Irish driving license, which will always remember her and our great time we had in Dublin. So, if you see things from other perspective, um, yeah, they're always they're always good and they don't necessarily have to be bad situations so always make the best of every situation you experience and then you will see you will live a much more positive life um so another example as i said i was known for being in first and last and um, getting the budgets done i remember one time i'm not sure when it was i think there was some because um, as you remember from the first episode i worked for gamestop and there was a year where there was a new gaming console coming out and uh, The console was uh, planned to come out in, I think, the last quarter of the year. We had the budget done and everything. We had a meeting with the U.S., so it's a U.S.-based company, uh, while I was working in Germany for them. Um, and, um, yeah, the, in the conference call to go through the budgets, then, um, yeah, the colleagues told us, oh, that I'm not sure, I think it was Sony, so they postponed their release of the new console to another quarter, which fall into our next fiscal year. Therefore, we had to redo all the budgets, move sales, move expenses, marketing expenses, everything which is connected to a new yeah, product launch. Maybe you have products in your company, so you know those things as well. So um, I remember my boss then told, because I was known for being in first and leaving last, um, my boss then told um, the American colleagues, um, well, that's that's not an issue, uh, Mexican um 
can work the next 24 hours to get it done. And if that's not enough time, he can just also work the night. So it was kind of, a, I'm going to be in there anyway to get those things done, which uh, was a really time consuming time when we had those budgets to be finished. But as I said, again, if it's something you really like to do um, and you really enjoy doing as well, there's not too much time to put in because you really enjoyed it. And at the time, um, yeah, one of my first bosses, he um, gave me a project which was uh, involving a lot of um, contact with the US. And um, back then I wasn't really confident in my English skills. So I'm not sure if you have learned a foreign language or not. If you have, um, you might feel, as, at least that's my experience, you feel like if you write something in an email or you communicate with an email or in a text form, it's kind of be easier to do it in a foreign language. Uh, from my experience, I think that's the case because if you if you if you write an email, you kind of be able to reread it again, and then you're like, oh no, what did I what did I try to say there? So you just rephrase it, um, or even you use a translating service or something like that, and then you see, oh, right, that's what I meant. Okay, they're gonna send it out to the colleague. Then the colleague sends back the reply, and then you have the possibility to actually to read it a couple of times to kind of to kind of grasp what the person meant. But if you if you call them and if you're in a conference call or something like that, you have that one shot to say it. And if they don't understand it, well, if you're lucky enough, they ask you what you meant and then you can say it again. But if they say something to you, maybe they say it too fast. I tend to speak really fast, at least that's what friends tell me. Then um, you're kind of stuck there. You don't know what, then don't kind of stay there and say like, well, I'll figure it out anyway, just ask. They know it's your foreign language, so if you don't ask, you will never know what they said. So that was perhaps one of the areas I needed to improve back in the, back then because I said, well, I can't really tell them I didn't understand. My English is good enough, which I saw it back then. But if you ask them, it's no big deal. Sometimes we don't even understand people in our native language, so why wouldn't we ask if it's our second, third language, whatever? Uh, amount of languages we speak so um, if you learn a foreign language go speak it go practice it and as well if you don't understand someone who speaks maybe too fast ask them I tend to speak really fast um, so if that's the case for you as well and you speak with someone foreign which isn't their native language or you speak in your foreign language to someone native just ask them to slow down or repeat things. Um, that's uh, my kind of advice. And if if you have a passion for something, um, don't let other people ruin your passion and your time you spend with it. If it's if it's ten hours a day, you do it. As long as you have fun doing it, there's no there's nothing bad in it. So um, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring you across today. Um, Thank you very much for for listening again, and I'm sure um, we'll hear from each other until next time. Thank you very much.